You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hi, everyone. Paul Lang back with you again from Discipline Trading Strategies, and this is podcast number 17. I'm calling this Proper Mindset, and this is in an ongoing series of what matters in trading and investing. Hope you're enjoying these, and if you are, subscribe so that you can get notified about these. They come out every Thursday. I'm doing one every week, and I have at least 100 topics here before I'm going to get bored. Proper Mindset. This is a kind of a fuzzy topic when you hear it and you wonder just how important this is in trading, but it's a very, very important topic. As the little episode description says to you, it is perhaps the most important thing because while most traders fail because they really don't know what to do when they come to the market and they do the wrong things, as I've discussed in other podcasts, when you finally do arrive on the concept that technical analysis is the only way for 99.9999% of people to make money, and it's an excellent way, it works very well. But even when many people learn technical analysis, they struggle because of the problems of discipline and following rules. And all of those troubles start with having the proper mindset to begin with. If you go in with those guardrails on your mind about what you're doing, why you're there, what are you sitting there looking for, what are you looking at, it all helps a lot to come in with the proper mindset because it gives you the ability to follow your rules. If it still sounds fuzzy, I'm going to go through a few things right now. I want to emphasize, for those of you who don't listen to all of these, I personally love long-term trading. You may call it investing. And I also like day trading the first couple hours of the day. A lot of these topics here, while they apply to both, they're going to be a little more geared toward day trading because that's where some of these procedural and mindset problems really come in because of the fact that you're, you're sitting there, your idiot takes over while you're looking at the screen, and people do really dumb things sometimes when they're day trading. When you have the ability to come home if you're working another job, look at your investments. You may be upset and want to do something or get in or get out of something, but you have till the next morning to think about it. And oftentimes the next day you become more sensible and do the correct thing. Day trading, you don't have that luxury. You kind of make spontaneous decisions, even though you shouldn't be. And that's where people get into trouble. So let's start off. I'm just going to list a few things here that come to top of mind that are very important things. One of the sayings I say a lot is you should never be sitting there like you're watching TV. In other words, never sit there without a purpose. You should have a list that you came prepared with, and that list should be your focus. That list is based on looking at the technical analysis of these symbols ahead of time. What I always do to prepare is I have a bigger list of stocks. I look at a universe of stocks, and to prepare every day, I look at about 1,200 stock symbols. It sounds like a lot, but when you get quick at it, it only takes me about 20 minutes or so. And then I take these and I, I boil it down to a watch list for that day. And that becomes my focus. And then, of course, from this focus, and then, of course, from that bigger watch list, the, the top focus are called my hot list. But that becomes my focus. And I don't keep looking around and looking for other things. And every day I come with a market bias. So I have expectations of what's going to happen. For example, if we're in a bullish market and I think we're a little extended, I may have the bullish mindset, but saying I'm going to wait until. 10.30 or whatever time I think is appropriate for the market to pull back to appropriate areas because it was extended the prior day. And if that's my mindset, I'm not going to change and go chasing something. 
That's one of my favorite things I like to say and to remind myself of is never chase anything. You wait for the stocks to come to you. That's what you do. You don't sit there like you're watching TV and get entertained and then let the stocks drag your attention like, oh, look at me, I'm taking off. Anytime you're chasing something like that, it's not going to be a good entry. Now, naturally, if you pick one of the biggest movers of the day, I guess it doesn't matter when you get into it. But the truth of it is you need to make your money from just ordinary moves because that's where you're going to see the vast majority of the time. You're not going to find, and as a matter of fact, I don't even look for those really big movers. You don't need them. What you need is precision, something I talked about in another podcast. So the way you get that precision is to know the areas that you expect something to arrive at. You need to have your strategy set up. You need to understand what it is the stock should be doing. Then you need to understand the area that you're looking for an entry. You have to find that entry, of course, but you first need the stock to get to that area. And you wait for the stock to get to that area. And if it doesn't get there, you simply pass the trade. That's one of the great things about trading stocks is that you have this great variety of things that if I have six or seven stocks on my hot list and stock A doesn't do what I want it to do, I can just pass the trade. I don't have to get into something. And even if all my stocks don't do what I want them to do, I don't have to be in anything. I can wait for better times. One of the biggest problems with traders, a lot of new people, is that FOMO, the fear of missing out. You got some stock on your screen. You think it should pull back to somewhere, but it starts taking off. You're afraid you're going to miss this big move. You jump in and you know what happens. The minute you jump in, all of a sudden it starts pulling back. And now when it gets to the area, you maybe wanted to buy it. You're down so much money, you have to consider getting out. That's the hallmark of a bad trader. Now, it happens to everybody. It happens to me sometimes, but not because I'm making psychological mistakes, at least not most of the time. It's because I misjudge something. But to sit there and change your mind because you get distracted by the stock, because you want to chase it, because you're, you fear you're going to miss it. If that wasn't your original plan, then that's a huge mistake. And I have found that the majority of time, that is where a lot of losing traders have their problem. Even if they have a good feel for the charts and even if they know, hey, this thing should be moving higher or it should be moving lower and they know the general area, sometimes they just don't follow what they intended to do. There is a book out there that I have to call an older book at this point, and it's called Market Wizards. And I believe the author is Jack Swagger. I read it a long time ago. And I don't think it's a must-read book, but there were a couple of very important points that were brought out by that book. And I want to mention one of those now. The book, basically, the premise is that Jack Schwager, I believe, is a behavioral psychologist, and he wanted to learn to trade, not by learning to trade, but by interviewing 25 successful traders and find out the common thread that they had, the common thing they did. So he found 25 successful traders and interviewed them one at a time with the goal of, hey, you know, what is this common thing you all do? And I'll just duplicate that. Well, there's two important parts of the book. One isn't really relevant to this conversation, but the one that is, is that the 25 traders had nothing in common technically. They all did something different, which of course totally blew away Jack Schwager, not what he expected. But if you want to look at it from a different point of view, what they did all have in common was that they all waited for their one unique thing to happen. They all had patience. They all sat there and waited. And even though they all did something different, they sat there with dedicated focus waiting for that thing to happen. And if it didn't happen, they didn't trade. I think that's a great story for what I'm getting at in this podcast.
Now, certainly you can watch multiple symbols. When I say that you need to be focused, you need to be focused on exactly what it is you're doing, that, that hot list of symbols, whatever it is, and you know what every one of those symbols need to do in order for you to take an entry. In the meantime, you do nothing. You have patience. You don't get distracted. Yes, you're watching multiple symbols, but you don't lose your focus off of those symbols and you don't lose your understanding of what it is you need each of those symbols to do. If none of them cooperate, you're not going to trade at that moment in time. You never let the stocks tell you what to do. You wait for them to come to you. And when they do, then you act without hesitation. That last line is actually something that is a problem for many people. It's probably not the majority of people, but some people get gun shy because they've been unsuccessful. And then when the proper thing shows up, they just stare at it and they're afraid to hit the button. The other side of it is just as important. When you know what to do, and that's probably the key for a lot of traders that have this problem, if you don't know what to do, you're never sure when to act. When you know what to do and it comes into your sweet spot, you act without hesitation. I want to go into another set of topics, and I'm going to bring up one right now, and maybe some of these others will be a future podcast, maybe the next one. I'll see what I have lined up. But these are comments that when traders say them, I know that they are not going to be successful at least not in the long term, or they're struggling because these comments are indications of losers. Now, sometimes they're just fun comments, and I understand that. But the mindset of some of these comments tells me that the trader is not functioning properly. Let me give you one of them. At DTS, I have sent out over time a series, a collection of what I call quick tips, just a little one-line blurbs that can help shape your trading career. And one of them is, Every trader has a pile of would've, could've, should'ves. And the words would've, could've, should've are on a gravestone, indicating that this is the death of a trader. It's one thing to go back and review the charts and see if you did something wrong. It's another thing, however, a very bad thing, to sit there and look at the screen at the end of the day and agonize about all of the big moves that occur that you did not take part in. Now. If you meant to take part in something, if you had a symbol, a stock that you thought was going higher or lower, and you had your entry and you knew what you wanted to do, and you fumbled it, you missed the button, or maybe it just came just pennies from where you were going to get into it. At the end of the day, it's legitimate to say, boy, I missed that. You know, there was something that was in my gun sights and oh, it just didn't happen. That's perfectly fine. But what's not perfectly fine is to look at the screen and look at a bunch of big movers and start saying, oh, I missed XYZ and I missed ABC. But these are all things that you never even really intended to trade. Maybe you had them on the screen for some reason. But if you had no plan of how to get into them, and in some cases, if you didn't even know if they're long or short, and then you go back and look and say, boy, look at this move I missed, look at this move I missed. This is really poor because it indicates that you are not doing any of the things that I talked about in the beginning. You don't have a properly formed watch list. You don't know what it is you expect the stocks to do to get into them. And therefore, you just watch them go. And then when they go, you complain that you miss them. This is a very bad detrimental cycle because, number one, it shows you're not approaching trading properly. You don't have the right technical concept to understand where things are going, to understand the proper entries. And then from a psychological point of view, to be lamenting constantly about all the things that you missed and thinking about all the money you could have made. But you're talking about could have made on stocks that you never would have really been in. The bottom line summary to that is focus on what you make, not what you miss. It's that simple. Another comment to remember is day trading or long term is that 
if you're not getting enough stuff on your screen, if you're not seeing some big moves because you never had them in your universe, maybe you should look at your preparation. Maybe there are things you should do to include some more stocks in your preparation. But remember, you will never see everything. There's a bunch of stocks out there. You're never going to see them all. If you want to look back at the end of the day at the whole universe of stocks, there's a million things you're going to miss every day. And let me bring up my final point. As a day trader, I walk away oftentimes for long periods of time. I focus on the open. I am sitting there the opening hour typically. And then after that, my goal is to get into what I call walkaway mode. And that is to have whatever positions. Maybe I've taken a third target here, or maybe I have a stop up or down here or there. And try to be in a position when I walk away. If the worst event happens, I maybe break even or down one for the day, one risk unit. And on the good side, if everything works, maybe I'm up multiple risk units. That's what I try to do. And sometimes traders have this attitude. If they walk away, they're going to miss something. Well, in my view, that's a ridiculous comment. I never miss anything when I walk away because, very simply, if there's something I think I need to do, when I look at my screen, 10, 30, 11 o'clock Eastern time, and I'm about to walk away, if there's something that I think is a good possibility and may set up, I'll say to my trading room, hey, you know, I'm going to come back at lunch and look at this and see if this is going to be in the right area. I know it won't get there till then. And if nothing else looks like it's something I would do, if I know I wouldn't do it now, if the market's already run up too much to take new longs or down too much to take new shorts or whatever it is, and there's nothing on my screen that interests me, there's nothing I can miss because there's nothing I would do. So even if somebody called me to the screen later in the day and said, hey, Paul, look at this, you don't want to miss that, do you? I'd say, well, no, I am going to miss it because I already decided I do not want a setup like that at that time. The odds are not there. So you have to think in that mindset. And naturally, I'm saying that kind of theoretically, naturally, on any day, something could happen where, boy, maybe that would be interesting. But I found that more times than not, that you end up getting sucked into bad trades if you hang around too much. So you hit the key time, you hit your key trades, you let them play out and manage them properly. And then you give them the chance to get to where they're supposed to go. I come back just to look occasionally to manage if I need to, and then to take appropriate targets. And to me, that's the proper way to trade. Now, I'm not a scalper. If you're hearing me talk about day trading, I'm kind of a, you know, multiple hour, all day, half day type of a day trader. Now, if you're a scalper, of course, that doesn't make sense to you because you have to sit there because you're getting in and out of stuff every five or 10 minutes. But some of my entries kind of look scalpy because I'm finding very many areas and I may take a quick target. But then after that, I'm trying to play out that full day's move that comes from a 15 minute or an hourly chart. So mindset in trading, if you understand what I'm saying, having that proper mindset then goes a long way to instilling some discipline, confidence, and the ability to follow your rules because you're very structured, something I talked about last week. There are 16 other episodes to listen to. If you like what you heard today, subscribe at whatever channel you're listening to this at. This is Paul from Discipline Trading Strategies. See you next week with episode number 18. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.